Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We just want to take a moment before the uh, the main episode to say thank you very much to all our listeners, our subscribers, all the people who share, all the people who review, all the people who've rated us, because it's been a crazy first two months for this show. We've hit 13th for comedy in uh, the Apple charts in Canada, and we're in the top 100 podcasts. It's just amazing. It's been mind-blowing. It's it, like, I can't. I can't even fathom it. And it's it's just, it was having fun with my buddy uh, one day and then the next month, suddenly we've got hate mail, which is amazing. <laughs> don't don't assume that we're friends. So, um, but, but we are having fun. <laughs> we're having so. a lot of fun. No, so big thank you. Big shout out to everyone who supported us, who shared. And like, it's just been, it's been tremendous. And we've gotten a lot of amazing reviews. And one of my favorite reviews is from Pache1997, which says, fun show, but stop selling t-shirts. I don't want a t-shirt. Let me just enjoy the stories, which I am. So now we're going to make a t-shirt that says, fun show, but stop selling t-shirts and send one to you. Enough from us blowing our own trumpets. Uh, Let's get on with the show. That's on with the show. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring, the show where I teach a reluctant Canadian about the politics of their own nation. Uh, I am Reese Waters and with me is Jesse Harley. Hello, I don't want to be here. Yay! <laughs> I, I'm I'm excited about this one. I this this scandal is huge. This yes, is, this is this is about a political scandal that I 
uh, shocked me when I read about it. Okay. Uh, in 1985, CBC's The Fifth Estate, which is like an investigative program, which I've never seen. I've heard of it. Um, exposed a heinous case of political skullduggery that would be too shocking to comprehend. Shockwaves would travel around the globe and the world would never be the same again. So this episode is called Tunagate, a Canadian fish scandal. <laughs> now, what? So Tunagate is so dramatic <laughs> that it deserves its own audio sting. Are you ready? I'm ready, baby. Tunagate. There you go. <laughs> so, welcome to Tunagate. <laughs> Let the Tunagate games commence! Okay. This was a major political scandal in the 1980s. Can you just guess from the, the audio sting in the title alone what it might be about? I can't even begin to imagine. Uh, so there's like a there's a maple syrup mafia in Canada, so there must be a tuna mafia where like the mafia is in charge of tuna sales, secret meetings. Am I anywhere close to what's... Uh, uh, not really, no. No, I didn't think so, I was, no. Okay. So close your eyes, close your eyes and picture in your mind a I'm warehouse with a million tins of tuna in. Jesus. Can you, can you see it? I'm seeing it. <clears throat> count, count them all. Keep not now. <laughs> just... <laughs> so what happened was a company called Starkist, which was also selling tuna under the names Ocean Made and By the Sea, uh, was, a, was a, a, a tuna canning plant in St. Andrews in New Brunswick. And they had a million tins of rancid tuna that <laughs> was declared unfit for human consumption. What happened? Uh, why so did they, the, what, you know how hard it so, is for food in cans to go bad? I think it was already bad when it went in the cans. So they basically right, preserved the badness. <laughs> so, <laughs> so essentially, the government inspectors had said it was unfit. So it was, they tried to give it to the Ethiopian famine relief and they oh rejected it. <laughs> oh my God. So really starving people turned it down because it well, was yeah, so bad. It's bad fish. You don't yeah. want to eat bad fish. I've got, I'm starving. Do you have anything for me? Well, we've got this glass of water or a can of bad fish that guaranteed <laughs> you will throw up or maybe die. Would you like some of this fish? No, no, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm used to being starving. I'll just keep doing that for a while. Thank you. No, what? what? This is okay. Please continue. This is <laughs> blowing my mind. So they then tried to sell it to the Canadian Armed Forces. Um <laughs> But they returned it after <laughs> after, me Wait. after mess hall cooks complained about the quality and the smell. Hold on. Hold on a second. So first they tried to give it to starving Ethiopians. Starving Ethiopians said, no. <laughs> Take that back. And they thought, aha, our own troops. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, it's, are you going to wonder about the thought process of of uh, trying to feed rancid tuna to to the uh, the brave people who <laughs> kind of putting themselves on the front line and rewarding them with uh, with this delicious treat? <laughs> Right. right. So, progressive conservative fisheries minister John Fraser uh, is the kind of the, the the guy who knowingly approved a million cans of tuna that was rancid. Uh, and, uh, that 
He knew it. It hadn't worked with the Ethiopians, as we said. It hadn't worked with the Canadian forces. So there was only one option left. Canadian supermarkets. Oh, God. Oh, well, when did all this take place, by the this way? This was in the 1980s. Okay. Oh, my God. So he ignored numerous reports that the tuna had a powerful smell. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> under political pressure from the New Brunswick Premier, Richard Hatfield, um, they basically they were worried that if, if these million cans of tuna didn't sell, it would put 400 jobs at the plant in New Brunswick, uh, uh, at stake and it was the main the, the main employer in this town so the, the local political scene was we need to shift this tuna it's going to risk everybody's jobs if we don't and he was like okay we'll we'll put it out there so it's, it's said- mind-boggling just as a side note again not knowing much about politics but from what i kind of see standing back i i can see the extreme sides when people yell politics that's really what i hear so i i hear the extreme sides of liberals and i hear the extreme sides of the conservatives and whenever i hear the extreme sides of the conservatives talking it's always and i mean always about jobs that's it jobs are the number one thing to them that's it that doesn't matter if the world is on fire can we get jobs out of this? It doesn't, it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me. So when you say, Hey, we could kill a million Canadians with this tuna, but well, we'll two stay- million, two million, if they shared the tin with someone, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we will save 400 jobs in the process. Everybody I- loves jobs. <laughs> Everybody loves jobs. It's like kissing a baby, you know, I'm going to kiss this job. <laughs> So, so anyway, it just it just so blows my mind. Do, 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 do you want to hear his defense about the um about the tuna? What do you mean? Do they did he want this? Is I got a direct pop? quote a direct quote from John Fraser about the tuna. Yeah, there is not a tittle of evidence, um, which is a phrase I've never heard before, but I'm going to use from now on. Yeah, there is not a tittle of evidence anywhere that any of the product is a threat or danger to the health of Canadians. And he said the inspectors flunked it based on texture and aesthetics. So it's just, just, just shut up and eat it. Just get over it. It might <laughs> smell bad and look terrible. It's gone a bit green, but it's just text, just texture and aesthetics. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can we make, I want to make a t-shirt with a can of tuna on it that just says underneath, just shut up and eat it. It's like they should have made that a TV advertisement for this. Let's ship them out to supermarkets and make an advertisement on TV for whatever. I don't know which it was number of brands like Seacoast tuna. Just shut up and eat it. Just I don't know. You can take your texture and aesthetics and shove it. Just eat it. You can take your texture and aesthetics and shove it. Just shut up and eat it. Yeah. So. 
So then uh, the, C- the I CBC. Think, I know. I think, I think a company that's bur- like just directly berating me until I take their product is is kind of new and refreshing. <laughs> so, so you can see how dramatic this is. Tuna Gate. Yeah. See? <laughs> he just wanted an excuse to play that. Again. I wanted to press it again. I spent I spent at least ten minutes making that. I needed to press it good. again. It's really good. Yeah, thank you very much. I like it. So yeah. C- CBC uh, got hold of a tin, opened it, and described it as rancid and decomposing. <laughs> who are the people? I want to know. I want to interview some of the workers at this plant who are like, <laughs> like if this tuna is as obviously bad as literally everyone who opens the can says it is. What are the workers thinking to themselves? Like. Oh, well, <laughs> at least I've got my job. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the um, the national media came up with some classic headlines about this. Okay. Um, changing his tuna and time to can the minister. Um, well, hold on. Before we get into that, I want to know the end of the story. So did it ship to supermarkets? It did ship to supermarkets. And it was okay. then. And so um, what happened? It was recalled. So the kind Did of anybody the, get sick? Like the happy ending of this was they took away the power of government ministers to uh, overrule the decision of food inspectors. They thought it was a bad idea for people to politically force people to eat rancid and decomposing tuna, <laughs> which is democracy in action, I believe. <laughs> so I don't know why they had that power anyway. Um, right? Yeah. Like- <laughs> We have the power to force people to eat whatever the hell we want. So, like, <laughs> Just shut up and eat it. And, and, and there was no evidence that any people got sick from the tuna that was sold. It, so it was just uh, texture and aesthetics. But I guarantee that John Fraser didn't eat a can of it or didn't make a sandwich out of it or a salad. Right? That would have been the best. If you want to sell tuna that's gone rancid and you want to convince people it's not bad, eat it in front of camera. Just and he, he, yeah, and he was forced to resign. He did resign. He uh, he uh, he was he forced it, to the, resign is kind of a an oxymoron, really. It is okay. Well, he was given the grace of being allowed to resign without okay. being sacked first. So, <laughs> he won that race, but even though no, even he resigned and no one was hurt by the tuna. That's good. And, uh, you know, no one fed it to any soldiers or any starving Ethiopians. In the end. But there were some <laughs> there were some serious casualties in the form of jobs. So Starkist, which had enjoyed a thirty nine percent market share, collapsed to zero. Wow! Uh, and in nineteen ninety one, it pulled out of Canada, and the four hundred employees in New, in the New Brunswick plant were put out of work, and uh, Charlotte County lost its largest employer, and it decimated the uh, the economy in the town. Wow! So, so there they were, were casualties. They were, they were, we have to sell well, this. No, I mean, I mean, they, the, if they just waste, if they just kind of given up on those tins and not, and not destroyed, uh, how people uh, viewed the product Starkist was making, um, if they just oh, made a different right. decision, yeah, they, they could have averted the whole thing. Right. If, if, so the company wouldn't, the company wouldn't have gone under if they hadn't sold all of those cans. No, the, if they, if they'd admitted that it was a terrible mistake and just taken a hit. Maybe right. maybe taken a loan out or just found some. I mean, they were obviously talking to the government. They could have asked for some some funding or something just to get over it. But um, obviously, like John Fraser and and the the, the premier of of New Brunswick 
went for this decision and in the long run it destroyed the company a million tins of tuna in a landfill wouldn't have i guess so. this is astounding so okay so is there is there any more to this story well I'm yeah fascinated. so yeah so, so john fraser who made that terrible decision and then resigned and then cost that town its main employer his career recovered and he eventually became oh. speaker of the house of commons so he was fine wow how did okay so he just when did what was it like the the time period the grace everyone just kind of forgot about Tunagate and um, just moved on. And then he just started rising up through the ranks again, a government and had lots of senior positions. So he was fine. Yeah, no, of course. In, in today's day and age, when there's just so much information overload, especially when it comes to weird, weird stuff, politicians and celebrities and everybody's are doing, if you do something embarrassing, just wait, <laughs> just kind of lay low and wait. And then you can kind of resurface because uh, people are, are on uh, screaming about other stuff. It's, it's fun, fun world we live in really fun <laughs> yeah i think i think that it's quite sad really because i don't know i don't know what i've never been to charlotte county in new brunswick but um, well now we have a reason to go we've got I know, like, yeah, yeah we, we're making all these like a, a list of places to visit in, in canada i yeah. feel like i should light a candle for 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 the <laughs> terrible decision making that, that town you know losing its his main source of employment and and for I come, the gas, gastrointestinal distress that it may have caused a few a few hundred people not a lot of accountability there because he, he did quite well he did a lovely career afterwards so it's kind of <laughs> depressing so how did you feel about tuna gate <laughs> i managed to use it three times now i'm I very proud of you yeah you're doing a great job yeah. <laughs> we're all proud of you down at headquarters <laughs> it is the most canadian scandal i could imagine though just a million it wasn't about someone breaking into someone's campaign office or covering up a murder or anything like that it was about a million tins of rancid tuna <laughs> and what to do with them <laughs> Right? Like it's, and the order in which they tried to give it away seems like intuitively backwards, right? Like, first, let's try to sell it to the people. Oh, no, no, we're getting some backlash on that. Okay, then maybe we'll give it to the military. Nope, they, they really don't like that. Now let's give it to starving people. Let's, let's donate country. it. Let's donate it to a good cause. Donate, yeah. And then, like, and just the fact that, that it's just my. <laughs> Anyway, well, I've, I've had fun telling you about Tunagate. I had even more fun mixing the Tunagate intro. And I think you had more fun mixing the Tunagate intro than you did for <laughs> researching anything we've had so far. <laughs> but I'd, I'd make that into a television show, Tunagate the television series, like a cartoon, oh, an animated... No, a Netflix dramatization. Um, oh, my God. And they try and make it look sexy and life and death. But fundamentally, you remember that it's just about tins of tuna and nobody dies. <laughs> Can we make this? Can we please make this a thing? Uh, so far, the three television shows I now want to make because of our podcast is, of course, Manitoba Nights. The second would be uh, the the Tent Bridge under PEI, <laughs> uh, under the under the PEI Confederation Bridge, Tent City, and now uh, Tunagate on Netflix, yeah. starring Alec, Bal Alec Baldwin. So, Baldwin <laughs> as John Frazier, yeah, mild mannered fisheries officer. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway cool well this has been fun and we will see you next time thank you so much for sticking us in your ear holes just the way you like it and uh yeah don't forget to uh i don't know <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs>
Canadian Politics is Boring now has a website. What? <gasps> oh my lord! Yeah. I'm peeing in excitement. Like a dog. In my pants? Not like a dog. <laughs> yeah. That's What's the, the website, Reese? I can't picture what it would be. Canadian Politics is Boring.com or .com, as the kids call it. Right. Uh, yes. No, go go there if you want to see uh, images that we talk about on the show that Reese shows me or audio sound bites that that, that, that we make for, for your, you can turn into ringtones and uh, you can follow along with the show. It's pretty fun. Fun place. Fun time. Stay. How do I suddenly, how do I suddenly know all about the website when you, Reese, just told me about it? Magic. I know. Well, maybe you looked at it while I was talking because you were exactly too excited it, yes. to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's we'll plausible. Go That's just, let's go with that. We'll let's go, go with that. that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 